Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shannon Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Welcome to Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I've stopped playing all of the other games uh, in favor of something that I've played three times over. <laughs> I, w- I was playing um, Lamplighters League, and I have played quite a bit of it. And what are you playing now? Uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted. Oh. <laughs> the 2005 version. <laughs> in fact, I'm playing it currently while we speak. Impressive. Uh, I am Jay, and my my friends and family are trying to poison me with sugar. <laughs> uh, I am Josh, and I am I'm like desperately trying to finish Dave the Diver, and I keep falling asleep. And it's it's really not Dave the Diver's fault. I think it's my fault. But I I literally know that I'm so close, and I just I, I just really want to be done with it. And I. I'm, a, you know, I'm an older man than I used to be. I know I can just put games down if I want to, but I actually do want to finish this one. So, that's that's my first world problem. Uh, are you, um, are you like a completionist like me? Oh no, no. So like you're not having to catch every single creature and make sure you have mm-hmm. a copy of every single creature no. in your, in your no. tank. And you played enough Diablo two with me, eh, Trevor. I think you should not be surprised to know that that is not even remotely the case. No, I, I really just want to finish the story, and I know that I'm on like the final chapter ish. Okay. Right, if that makes sense. So. Uh huh. Well, I, I know you are because, um, like, I've seen some of your achievements, so I know you're getting at least you've achieved a few things that don't happen until fairly late. Yeah, well, some for some reason, one of the days we were recording a couple of weeks ago, I like looked up the walkthrough, and I'm like, oh, I'm literally on the like last chapter or whatever, and so I'm like, but seriously, like I, I did go ahead and um, I can't even blame Santa. I went ahead and spoiled myself as one does when they're me, and got the like a brand new, the biggest uh, Steam OLED deck. Uh, it is glorious, and I keep pulling it out at night to play Dave the Diver, <laughs> and then I fall asleep. So, so what you're telling me is you have a well of a dill on a, a used one, is that correct? Uh, I do not, because uh, my uh, uh, 11-year-old is also spoiled, and ah. that's he got for his birthday. is There you go. And it took him a, at least a day to figure out that I had just handed him down mine, so... That was fun. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, he had a deck on his wish list and I'm like, well, first of all, he had an O an OLED one on his wish list and I'm like, okay, first of all, no. Uh and then second of all, I clearly deserve that. So <laughs> How how much is it? 
How much is the OLED one? Oh, it was, geez, I don't even remember. Somewhere up in the $600 range, I think. Are, are there different? I'm assuming there's different. Um, yeah, I'll look up really them. quick. Yeah. So this, this is a purchase I should be making for myself at some point, but. Well, yeah, because what's nice is the other decks went, the, the OGs went down in price a little bit too, so. Oh, okay. Uh, wait, because yeah, but... you don't have a deck at all? No, I do not. Oh yeah, that's yeah. You need a deck, dude. So I yeah. So I got the one terabyte, which was six hundred and fifty. Is that is that the biggest? That's the one biggest. terabyte. Yes. And apparently, I got the limited edition one too, and so it has cool orange uh, buttons and stuff in certain places. Oh gosh, you're you're, you're speaking my language. <laughs> that is true, actually. Now that I think about it, it is basically your score and color. Uh, that's funny. Um. Anyway, yeah. And so then a normal. I guess they call them the LCD. The lowest LCD Steam Deck is 350. And, and it big... used to be 400? Yeah. Yeah. And now the biggest the biggest LCD is 449 and that's a 512 gigabyte. And a 512 gigabyte OLED is 549. So, anyway, I'm happy with my purchase. I'm just sad that I keep falling asleep. And again, I don't think it's Dave the Diver's fault. I think it would happen regardless of what I was doing. I suspect yeah, I, I don't know if I would use one as much as I should, but I'm willing to give it a shot. Well, I think the thing about you is I think you actually use your computer a I respectable do. amount. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like, yes. And that's not as true for me, whereas the deck, like, I mean, it goes with me everywhere. That's the one thing about it. Like, I just was like, you know what? I'm keeping this with me from now on. And so... yeah. It's pretty easy for me to pull out and just be like, yep, I'm going to do a game. I'm going to do some Day of the Diver. Yep, I'm going to, you know. I You could even play Gloomhaven, especially on the new one, I think. But like, but with the Humble Bundles and the Steam Cell, there's plenty of stuff that I can now play. So, so Josh, you're, you're about to head west and go to Boise to uh, rule over the sovereign nation of Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> something like that yes uh what uh i guess what are you most looking forward to slash what are you most dreading um i am probably i mean i have several bills that i'm working on that i'm pretty excited about um one of which i just only recently got kind of invited to participate on because of a bill i worked on last session but the one i'm working on would um essentially create a provisional license for a um, internationally trained physician. So, like, this would be a physician who, you know, was uh, foreign born, had gone through their nation's equivalent of medical school, had practiced in their nation for, I think, right now, the minimum we have on there is five years, and then had, like, you know, decided they wanted to immigrate to the United States. And rather than having to, like, start over and do a residency in the United States, it, it would create a provisional license that they could practice under a supervising physician in Idaho for up to three years. And then after three years, that provisional license would become a full license. So it, it, anyway, I'm excited about it for a couple of reasons because it could, it could help fill some gaps in our physician workforce that exist. And it, any, I mean, part of why I got invited to collaborate on it is because of the bill I ran last session that created a provisional license for a med school graduate who had not matched to a residency to be able to practice in that gap year. So it's kind of fun to see stuff like that come to fruition, you know, in the next session. Uh, I am not excited about some of the like 
uh, what do you want to call them? I'm outside the paywall. Um, Shenanigans. How, how about you? Sensitive, me... <laughs> sensitive uh, topics that may be addressed. <laughs> um, I, I assume that you'll be uh, redressing the the issue of librarians in Idaho and. Yes, Fire that all will of them, come back. That will come back. <laughs> I think there's some good um, alternatives that are going to be offered, but it will not be pleasant in any way, shape, or form. Hmm. Well, uh, the other thing I'm excited about, it will be interesting. My youngest daughter is going to come to the Boise with me. She has gotten accepted uh, for training at a gymnastics facility in Boise. Um, and so, you know, that will kind of change the whole shape. So is she going to go to school in Boise or is she going to be like, well, homeschooled? she, she has basically gotten her this semester's worth of classes on uh, online, right? So she's technically still enrolled back home um, through the Bonneville online program. I see. So uh, anyway, that promises to be fascinating, I think. Is, is that only in District 93? That those online classes are available? I don't know what's yeah. in 91. No, I thought it was a... Full I don't know town. that. Yeah, I thought it was kind of in the whole county. Because, well, not even the county. Like, I think... I feel like there's classes that are using it, like, even down, you know, south. Hmm. Like, See, my daughter is a senior this year, and I kind of chastised her a little bit. I mean, a little bit, you know, jokingly, but I was truthful you know i said you know you could have you could have been done with school long before now had you you know and i was i was ribbing her about she's in um she's been in choir every year every single okay. semester she came uh-huh. in. and i'm like if you hadn't taken choir so much you you'd easily be long done i'm like on top of that you probably could have taken all of your choir classes and if you'd taken some online classes over the summer you know you'd be you'd still be able to be done way early and she's like, I know, and I know, you know, and, and but my son, the youngest, overheard this. Oh no! And and I was singing, singing sweet, sweet music to his ears. The idea of the, getting, the done, getting was, done, yeah, getting done with <laughs> school funny. early was like the only thing he heard. And I'm like, well, that doesn't, that just means you got to go to college early. And he's he's like, well, you know, that didn't sound great to him. And I'm like, I'm like, buddy, you you want to be in computers, like your life is education for the rest of your life. You need to get used to that idea right right now because the computer world moves on. It's always moving. The goalposts are never sitting still, but anyway, so I, I, he, I know he still is interested in, in ending early. I get it. I respect that. It's totally what I did. in. uh, I mean, it's kind of how I approached college too. I know it's not the same thing, but I was like, get me out of this place. Yeah. I mean, by the time I got to my master's degree, that's exactly what I was like. I'm like, how can I do this faster? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I mean, some of this feels like it won't be, it's not as risky as it could be. You know what I mean? But, and, and she's done a fairly good job until the whole Nurgle thing, which I think we didn't talk about Nurgle outside the paywall, but yes, Nurgle is loose in the Wheeler household. Uh, you know, until then she was like keeping on pace because her, because her, the thing is, is like her trimester already started. And so she's like, I think she's through week four of her 12 week course. Right. Uh-huh. And so, and so she really won't be, I don't know if she'll be in Boise with me the whole three months. Cause that's pretty much what I'll be up against uh, I, because it's an election year. We'll only be in session 
until the end of March. So anyway, so I, I don't think it can go too far off the rails is what I'm, that's, these are the, these are the sweet nothings that I whisper to myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so is she like trying to do collegiate She's, stuff, Olympic stuff? Yeah, I mean, she doesn't want to do that. I mean, so she'll, you know, she's a high school junior right now. So she she's competing level nine, which means she's on track to compete level 10 for her, which is the final level before you would, uh, you know, try to do collegiate things. And so she'll be, you know, in a position to do that um, next year, next season. And then, the, yeah, that's when you would start getting scouted for collegiate stuff. And she has scoped out colleges that she hopes to get into with that so it's a freaking brutal sport like i love watching it i love seeing her succeed in it and stuff but it was like a savage and i you know partly that's because i'm a middle-aged man and i'm like my joints can't even imagine (laughs) some of the things that she can do with her joints i'm like yeah what the crap all right well i don't really have any news with Discount Games Inc. Other than the uh, Mecha Legion of Everblight starters are released. Order to them. Um, there's been a little bit of a pause on Games Workshop new releases with the new year, uh, but we should be spinning those up again soon. So um, that'll be great. Order to those. Um, so we're going to. This is going to be full of spoilers, I think. Um, so if you haven't watched this and if you care. Um, Maybe turn it off, but we're going to Emphasis review. Only if you care, I am yeah, darkly right. excited for this. I am not going to pretend like I'm not. <laughs> we're going to discuss Secret Invasion and review it, I guess, or maybe we won't read it. Maybe we'll just talk. We'll we'll see. But here's, I guess, here's what set me up initially for disappointment. Um, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> and some not, not a Nick Fury I, fan. Excuse me, I did not get the memo that there would be no punches pulled. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I, a fool, (laughs) listened to some of the advertising or hype that came up before this. Mm -hmm. And so... You are such a beautiful... Right? So first off, I knew the budget of this miniseries before it launched. and I I don't know its budget. Did did they cut costs on this it was anemic <laughs> sweet summer children <laughs> i did not know that no, so oh, did i guess wrong was it the oh, other you way guessed around? wrong yes oh, i'm so they afraid. they spent 212 million dollars okay all right <gasps> oh first of all at the risk of a massive spoiler alert let's not use that verb anymore they wasted <laughs> they did not spend <laughs> Spend implies some sort of wisdom, planning, and, you know, wow, wow. And so you watch you watch this miniseries, and you're like, and are they paying Samuel L. Jackson $150 million? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's possible, that's yes, right? right? No, it's not, but... You're saying that's not what happened? That's not what happened, no. Um, so... have an excuse. So, A, yes. I had higher expectations because i knew the budget b i had higher expectations because they made two compare two comparisons that sang to my soul the first one is they said that this was going to be 
the Amdor of the MCU. Oh yeah, that was rude. Oh, who said that? The just... internet, right? Um, I, I remember I you making just, that comparison before. I, I don't think it was just it. the internet. It was Jeez, now. I need to go watch and I need to go back and watch Andor to wash this out of my eyes. <laughs> um, and the other thing that that I um, the other thing that that got me set off on the wrong foot was they. I, I it was described that it was going to be the. Tinker Taylor soldier spy of the MCU. Oh, and gosh. That it was going to be like, this was going to be like a Lacare <laughs> novel in the MCU. I feel like oh. what this episode is turning into is how to manage expectations from the right? crew. So I was, let me just say that I enjoyed certain parts of this series and there were certain things I enjoyed. But what you just said incensed me so much that I no longer can say that I enjoyed any moment of this series. <laughs> Trevor, when you say, isn't it fair to say about you, like you are, you, you going into this are the biggest Nick Fury fan of the three of us. And I like Nick Fury, but don't, wouldn't you say you are the, I feel like you're the one who introduced me to some of some Nick Fury comic book runs and stuff. That's why I say that. I don't know if you feel that that's true or not. I don't know that that's true. Your statement of I might be the biggest fan is might be true, but but calling me a big Nick Fury fan when you're speaking to the world is not true. I'm I'm not. Okay, sure. I so yeah, relative to your co-hosts, it's true. Relative to to the world, not so much. But I am a I am a fan of spy things. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've 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 watched plenty of spy movies it's one of my favorite genres um i i read spy books um and um tinker taylor soldier spy is um i have not read the book so i'll just throw that out there but the movie is a masterpiece and if you're going to promise that and then deliver this (laughs) you done messed up yeah these these two things have no relation to each other (laughs) i'm just gonna throw that out there yeah, like if you're gonna say we're gonna deliver the crackerjack version of that, then maybe you know. But that this is they're, they're not in the same discussion in any way, shape, or form. Anyways, yeah. that's that. I will preface this whole discussion by saying th- this is what set my expectations, and then I actually didn't watch it until quite a, a while after it released, and I, I had heard I had heard multiple people, basically everyone, say that it was not very good. And so that, I guess, lowered my expectations a little bit, but... Um, probably to the benefit of your mental health. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I I went in with very low expectations. Yeah. It is, like, it's astonishing to me that <laughs> this cost $212 million. Do we know, like, was it spent on CGI? So... Because I feel like practical effects would have been cheaper to make this show and do all the exact same stuff, but use practical effects instead. Would have been way cheaper than that. That's a lot of money. Yes. Um, the um, the main speculation is that there were a lot of reshoots with. Oh. Because of COVID? Um, I'm not sure if that or because they felt like they had to redo the direction of the series or 
So reshoots from a, you know, viewer's perspective make a lot of sense as well, because there is the, the plot, especially when it comes to Nick Fury is so mis mishmash and odd Uh that, yeah, that it would make sense that, that that's not the original story and they just kind of piece together. Yes. Some shoots to try to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the scroll part of the story is the part I enjoyed the most. The part I enjoyed the least is the Nick Fury part because this, you know, highly intelligent, supposedly, um, spy who always has a plan, you know, and, and always has this big reveal in every other media that we've ever, you know, experienced uh-huh, yeah. thus far has no reveal, no plan, and uh, basically goes by the seat of his pants and somehow gets lucky and everything comes out in the end. It This is the worst spy-themed thing that they have ever done. Yeah, thank you for thank you for describing exactly the issues that I had with the series. Because it was just like, look, okay... He he can have some bumps and bruises along the way, but like in the end, he yeah, there is... needs to be a big reveal. Hey, hey, yes. I, I knew it was going all along, and I'm I I was doing the right thing, and see I had this I... mega device that you know you just had to wait a minute for me to get it, and right, yeah. like surprise, some... surprise, 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 just like the Instagram reel. That would have been so nice. Yeah, they could honestly. It's so I easy, right? Like... This is this is the this is the Mission Impossible of the MCU, yes, yes, right? Uh-huh, the, yeah. the except for instead of reaching up and pulling off the mask, he just turns into the scroll, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, like it you it is hand fed to you by the genre. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I also I also so the whole super scroll plot line mm-hmm. where they are trying to use superhero dna to give the scrolls superpowers yes i mean i, I, I liked that storyline yeah that's that was the part i loved the most well i was excited for it yeah and i mean the it's the big spoiler but like the the super scroll reveal was that that was actually fun and could have been a lot more fun and like it, I mean, now that I was feel the, like it's the reveal that I just mentioned. It's yeah, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. But it feels like, are you ever going to see that now in in an actual MCU movie or anything like that? Because it's um, so it, it's got so much smell to it now. It's like, why? I don't think you hire on Amelia Clark to leave her on the the bench. I think that right, I, 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 I well have I. I've I've read things about Captain Marvel. I have not watched it yet. Have Have either of you watched it? I haven't no. gotten to yet. I really no. want to, but no. I want I want to as well. Pretty bad. So my understanding is that basically it also had a lot of reshoots. They basically completely ignore this series, um, and a lot of people expect that the future for the MCU is going to be, you know, the Fantastic Four, the X Men, and trying to bring back uh you know robert downey jr or chris evans or something what why would they do that part i i do agree with the fantastic four slash x-men thing i think that's smart i don't think it's smart to bring back characters that they've clearly retired um did i mean did either of you watch the final trailer for captain marvel 
Probably not. So. I, just, I kind of avoided it because I didn't want any spoilers. Sure. And, and so, honestly, if it weren't for me changing jobs, I would have already seen this movie. It's just I'm trying to like be careful with my money because hmm. I I don't know how my first few paychecks are going to play out. Right. Right. It's still in so, theaters, isn't it? I mean, it's almost done. Um, I think you can still catch a showtime for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think okay. so. Anyway. Um. So the final trailer of the Captain Marvel movie is basically the majority of it is showing clips of like Iron Man and Captain America. No kidding. And it really has nothing at all to, to do with Captain Marvel. It's mostly just, Hey guys, we're, we're still the MCU. Remember how you used to love us? Maybe you should (laughs) come watch a movie again. (laughs) Hey guys, I'm still cool. (laughs) Anyways, I'll, all that is to say, my between this, between you know the current f- phase of movies not doing well, between Jonathan Majors and the issues around him, my current expectation is that we're not really going to see much come out of this series. Huh. It, it will be as though it had never existed. I think that they'll mostly just ignore it, yeah. Interesting. Okay. And I could be, I could be a thousand percent wrong. But that's my current expectation. Um, well, I expect ahead, that Robert. if they do something with it, it'll be far enough down the road that we will have forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> probably correct. Well. We are fickle creatures. I'm sure someone huh. will be like, Jay, remember that time you were wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Who would ever dare such a thing? I mean, well, there's, there's, there's things they've done like that in the past, right? Where they bring something back a long time down the road. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I don't think you bring on Amelia Clark without having further plans at some point. If you if you weren't planning on doing something with her, you know, why hire somebody who's so high profile? Other than that has been their formula. Yeah, I I guess so. And and I'm not saying they shouldn't continue with that formula, but it could just be that they they're wearing out on that formula. Um what what would you say were the, the things that did work the best? in the series for you, Trevor. Yeah. Ignoring everything that you've learned now with our conversation with Jay. Um, so I did like the setup. I, I thought that it was, it did a good job of providing, uh, the backdrop of tension for the scrolls, not knowing who's who. Um, I kind of wish they didn't along those lines that they didn't let us know that roadie was a scroll as early as they did. Oh, that's fair. I, the reveal was awesome, but yeah, timing-wise, I can see that as a concern. Yeah, I mean, or maybe they're a little bit more tight-lipped about it as far as letting some people kind of get it and go, oh, gosh, Rhodey is this, you know. Then the you know the internet could go wild, but it, it feels like they just kind of spoon-fed it um, in a way that... Go ahead. I was just going to say, it feels like they spoon-fed it so that you couldn't miss it. I, I don't want to be spoon fed something, you know, you can, you can, you can give me a little glimpse at the very end to show that, that the, what I suspected is true, but don't, don't just, don't just hand it to me on a platter, I guess. Not, not in a spy movie. Right. Sure. I will. So some other things that I did enjoy about the series. Um, I've, I basically always like anything that Ben Mendelsohn does. Um, this isn't my favorite role of his, but 
Um, I, I still like him. Probably the breakout character that I enjoyed the most of the um, series was the, the British spy executive, I guess, uh, Sonia Fallsworth. Um, um, I guess I don't know who that is. She was the one. Oh, the lady. The lady, yeah. The 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 one who actually did have a plan all the time. Or... Yes, the, the one the one that made the one that was competent. Yes, <laughs> um, I actually kind of forgot about. Hooray her. for competence! Yeah, we got talking about spy things, and I was and I became disgusted all the moment. But um, yeah, she did fantastic. I would love to see more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was definitely one of the prob- probably the highlight of. Um, the series for me. Um, I'm curious what you guys thought of the, uh, I guess the plot line of Nick Fury and his wife. Uh, uh, yeah. It felt, it felt kind of half baked to me. Yeah. I think that's a good way to describe it for me. Also half baked. I mean, yeah, it, I'd also, it felt, I don't know. It felt a little bit, like cheating to get some emotional investment like yeah and i don't think it succeeded yeah yeah um i think they could have found a better way to gain emotional investment with other characters right it doesn't have to be nick i don't feel like we've ever had emotional investment on nick to throughout the entire mcu like he's always been aloof he's always and i think we needed him to that's be that's part way. of what we liked about him yeah yeah we wanted him to be that way and this sort of threw all that out the window and i i really didn't like it like g- give nick um a a a ward i would rather he had a ward than, than a yeah, secret yeah, wife yeah um do we want to do i i have two recommendations when we're done um do we want to do a a speed round grade. Sure. Okay, Josh. What's our first? Uh, one? design. I mean. So. Four. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> like Wait, wasted money, bad plot. Ugh, like yeah. When you when look you at the, the design, price. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at all of this as a whole, and and say, okay, you know. There were multiple times while watching the series that they could have saved it. When I when I would. Internally, say to myself, like, why, why did you do this? Why are you making these decisions? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a bad sign. Um, uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm go, I'm going so far as to give it a three, honestly. Uh, I'll go with a three, sure. Trevor, I, I have no problem with that grade. I think that's probably fair. Okay, all right, brutal, brutal from all of us. Time management. Um, uh, rock. Okay. I, I'm willing so to give this six, just an average, but like, yeah, it, it just, it was like a slow start and not, and then the payoff wasn't really there, you know, but and that's the real issue right there. The slow start is not the problem. It's the right. payoff. You're right. Yeah. The lack of a, of a reasonable payoff. Right. Right. Like I have no problem with the slow burn. In fact, that's one of my favorite things about spy films is they're supposed to have a slow burn, right? You're supposed to be, engrossed in what's going on but you know nothing major is happening and then all of a sudden when things start falling apart or coming apart of the seams that's when you're amazed that's when everything's supposed to be you know comes together i mean the example that that jay gave tinker taylor soldier spy is probably one of the slowest burns ever yeah so that's okay to me the problem is is that they set that up 
and then gave us what they gave us. And it feels like a total waste of my time from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel like the, the, chose the appropriate length for the series i did like i i did not if they had done it correctly right the six episode series sure would have been yeah. just just perfect for me i would have been just happy to have it that length but getting to the end of the six episodes and going wait there's no payoff yeah that, yeah that exactly. was not fun times for me well i can't remember if we already I, graded I guess it but my, minor especially when i because, when i compared that payoff uh for a six episode series like loki 2 with this i mean so anyway yeah well i i do feel like there was a little bit of payoff in the, the in the super scroll plot line but it's such a feels like it's such a minor part of the whole thing and and gets lost in so much of the incompetence too right like yes uh all right repeatability i mean uh it's like a one for me <laughs> like there there's nothing on this earth that would have me watch this thing again. I will watch it again if Jay is wrong and they bring it back in some way or some form. If Into Jay the is, MCU, you're saying? Right. If Super Scroll comes okay. back or or this becomes part of a bigger plot line at some point, I'll go back and rewatch it just because I'm a glutton for punishment. If Jay's correct, and he probably is, then there's no reason to ever come back. This feels like yeah. a one-off. Right. All right, Jay, where were you on this one? Um, repeatability. I mean, so I don't know, like this is a little bit of an indictment of me and of the show, I guess, but <laughs> there's a part of me that wants to rewatch it because there were some points of the show where, uh, I was dual tasking with my phone. It, it didn't do a good enough job of keeping my attention, but, uh, I didn't <laughs> pay undivided attention. And so there's a part of me that kind of wants to go back <laughs> And watch the whole thing, giving it my full attention and seeing if I missed anything or if maybe it's better than I thought. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll go at you. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, fun. <laughs> um, I do think it was fun. I think it was I mean, probably more than average, if, especially if you can sort of shut your brain off and ignore some of its problems. Um, so, you know, on a Hollywood level of, of fun, I'm going to give it a five. It's average. Uh, I'm not willing to go that high. So I'll, I'll say four. Um, I'll, I'll go. I'm going to go four. <laughs> Mostly because I'm offended of its, by its budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Overall. Yeah, overall pretty low. I'm, I'm going to go three. Very sad. Overall, it's going to feel pretty average compared to, I think, what we normally get. Not out of MCU, but out of Hollywood. So, or whatever you want to call TV. Um, I, I'm going to give it a five. I, I did enjoy it. Um, it was a little bit hard to get into, and the payoff was poor. But it was okay. Um, I'll, I'll split the difference and do the four. We appreciate you. Your diplomacy there, Jay. Very helpful. You're welcome um audience i mean i feel like only the hardest core of the hardest core comic fans at this point oh not even them that they would be totally offended by it yeah the com- yeah, <laughs> yeah the comic fans so, so like who's it really your, it's mcu fans okay the I hardest guess? the hardest core of mcu fans out there yes all right <laughs> and go or no go i think my repeatability score shows that i'm a no-go at this point 
I can't give anything in the MCU a no go. <laughs> Jay, um, how do you split the difference on this one? <laughs> I'm probably still a go, but I, I am, I am kind. Of, so I guess this is like a symptom of the issues that the MCU is experiencing writ large. But, and I think we might have talked about this on the show before. But part of the reason why I felt like I didn't need to watch this show right as it was releasing and could just wait and binge it all at once, which is my preference, is that usually what forces me to um, watch a show at the start is that I want to be part of the zeitgeist that's going on, the conversation about an important show. And the MCU just really hasn't been part of the conversation for a while and so there's no rush or need to do it and usually when it is part of the conversation it's usually about how it's not what it once was or not as entertaining um and and there was after i've one of one of my since the pandemic one of my criteria has been two of my criteria i guess um either a i want to go to a movie in the theater because again, it's part of the zeitgeist or two, if I feel like it's going to significantly improve, um, the movie viewing experience to experience mm-hmm. in the theater. And I went to Ant-Man and Wasp and not, sorry, not Ant-Man and Wasp, Ant-Man three, Quantumania. Um, Quantumania. Yeah. And at the end of it, I was like, you know what? I, I did enjoy this movie, but I could have watched it at home and been fine. um and so if i was if i had really wanted to watch captain marvel i could have made it happen i mean i watched godzilla minus zero instead um because it was that that was a movie that i expected to be better in the in the theater and there was a lot of buzz on it at one point where people were talking about that movie and i wanted to be able to participate in the conversation right and now i'm kind of like well i can probably wait until it's on Disney plus to watch captain Marvel. So I don't know. Yeah. It's close enough now to digital release that I'm like, eh. yeah. Why would you pay the money at this point? Yeah. So I, I said there were two recommends that I would give to people. Um, the first one, the name of it is the pigeon tunnel. And, uh, both of these are, uh, it's, it's all part of my plan also to get Trevor resubscribed to Apple TV. so both of these are on apple tv the pigeon tunnel these are the best kind of plans uh the pigeon tunnel is pigeon tunnel okay yes it's a documentary by errol morris he is uh my favorite documentarian he's the man who made the movie the fog of war and uh this excuse me documentary is entirely Errol Morris interviewing uh, the man who writes under the name of John Macari, which isn't, it's his, that's his author's name. Uh, but it, it's, if you are interested in spy novels or that author, then you should check out this documentary. It's uh, very well done. And, and I thought it uh, was pretty informative. It also, um, it, it made me, more interested in checking out certain um, Lacare books. So um, that's probably something I will do at some point. I think the 
the one that I'm most likely to read first is that was recommended pretty strongly by this. Um, I think the author said that he considered it his his best novel, and Errol Morris agreed with him. Um, but I think the name of the book was The Spy Who Came In From the Cold. And, um, so that's something I'll probably add to my reading list soon. So that might be something you want to check out. The other one that I'm going to recommend is a series on uh, Apple TV called Slow Horses. Uh, this is an adaptation of some um, spy novels. I haven't watched this yet. It's on the top of I, my it's on the top of my list for the new year. Um, I'm going to uh, watch it on the treadmill as I start my uh, New Year's exercise goals. Um, but it has three seasons. Uh, Gary Oldman is the uh, main star of it. It is a quick-witted spy drama that follows a dysfunctional team of MI5 agents uh, with Gary Oldman as the, the leader of um, the team. I've read quite a bit about it. Um, the consensus is that it's the best spy show to have been made in quite a while. Um, and the, the third season is its best season so far. Yeah, so. That's high praise. And sorry, what's the name of it, Jay? I don't, maybe you didn't say it yet. Uh, slow horses, slow horses. Okay. So, uh, check that out. If you, if you do check it out and want to, uh, um, chat with me about it, then I would be keen to do I Do either of those, uh, strike you as interesting, Trevor? Yes. Yes, excellent. <laughs> the only thing missing in your plot, Jay, is that um, you have to like get a, get rid of one of his other subscriptions. So it's like you have to talk bad about something else. It feels like I don't know. I hope maybe that maybe that could never. Yeah, what's work. on your What's on your chopping block, Trevor? Is it Peacock um, pe- that you're getting pe- rid of? Peacock would be the one the first one to go. Yeah. Um. Once the football season is over, Apple TV will go. Um. Yeah. I I would have to do an evaluation of everything I have. So, um, Amazon just announced that they're adding commercials to their Amazon Prime Video stuff. So that doesn't make yeah. me hap- happy. Um. I would say that HBO Max is probably pretty high on my list right now of of something that could go away. I don't use it very much. Yeah. Yeah. We uh um we a fair bit of it for documentaries and stuff but yeah that's fair i mean i every once in a while i log into it and you know watch something um but it's yeah it's it's not something that i do pretty frequently it the the juice is not worth the squeeze as as you might say because i i'm paying way more than i get out of it that's my problem with it yeah 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 the other the other two things coming to Apple TV that I assume will interest Trevor are um, they'll it'll have Killers of the Flower Moon and and Napoleon. Napoleon, yes, Killers of the Flower Moon. I'm not so certain of. I don't know what Killers of the Flower Moon is about. It's Martin Scorsese film. It's like three and a half hours, and it's about. It's not gotten great buzz. Uh, um, we must wait. Is uh, different circles. It's is Brad <laughs> Pitt the, in it? No, it's Leo. Oh. oh, okay, okay, I got you. Uh, it's 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 basically a story about 
um, Indians being um, cheated out of a lot of their mineral rights and stuff in a certain period of American history is my understanding. I haven't watched it yet, but I will because I have an Apple TV subscription. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, do either of you gentlemen have anything else? All right. I'm still watching Monarch Legacy of Monsters. How's how's that been? I still I despise Wait, some on, characters less, on, but on Apple TV that one's also on Apple TV. Also on Apple TV. Yes, Gosh, dang it! Sorry, Jay, I was just trying to help. Thank right? you, I appreciate it. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm a helper. Also, did we already talk about shrinking? Uh, you mentioned also on Apple it. TV. Yeah, you have, you but you guys I haven't have, watched it. Yet. I have not watched it. No. I would be interested to hear your reaction to it, Jay. It is my main fun, issue is I funnier just, than I expected it to be. I dislike Jason Segal. And that's the main guy, right? Yeah. I could see, I could imagine he's probably a a D bag in real life. Is that what you're telling me? I just don't think he's funny. Oh, fair enough. Well, he's definitely not the funny part of the show, but. Oh, okay. Well. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, let us know what you guys thought of Secret War, Invasion, whatever. Secret, secret. (laughs) We said your words. Yeah. Um, Button, button. Who's got the button? I am I am curious um if there if there are people out there who loved it I would love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> so uh stay tuned for next week. All right. All right, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good Talk night. Talk to you later. All right. Bye.